Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mind Podcast 83.0, your weekly source for news, views, and analysis. This is Adit Kapadia coming to you on a relaxed weekend from Houston. And together with me, looking not so relaxed, is Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashish. I am relaxed. Pramod is not relaxed uh, because I'm he has slept. I know, he hasn't uh, slept. Uh, well, so, so Pramod is going to let it rip on a lot of people today. So, beware. that Modi is giving me sleepless nights. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any black money, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's a huge crackdown coming up uh, in mm-hmm. the next uh, two, three weeks. On people? Uh, yeah, on people. Do you have black is... money? Huh? Do you have black money? No, no. I had one dollar, one dollar bill that went into black tar. So, <laughs> so, so, so I don't know if you call that black money or not. I have no money. Mod- Modiji will be very happy. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Prime Minister Modiji. Yes, happy birthday, and Prime we are, Minister we are, we are doing it just right, recording with doing a chai pe charcha. Yeah, we're doing ch- calling it a podcast. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I made the chai, by the way. It's yes, pretty you good, did. Right? You did. You did. Uh-huh. And is not dead yet, so I guess it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to Prime Minister Modi! Uh, and uh, mm. as I wished him last night, I said, "May you achieve everything that you have dreamt for India, and all that we have dreamt for India." May uh, I just have one line: everything. "Go forth and conquer," <laughs> and that is self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> so no, eat, eat with your hand. Don't use chamchas. <laughs> you know what I mean. Absolutely. <laughs> So talking about chamchas, um, uh, Ram Guha was in the <coughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> the, those I'm, then, then I'm oh, going the, to... Then Forks and knives, you're talking forks, forks and knives. I'm talking chamcha, apne, apne basha. Apne chamcha, haan, sorry. Chura kanti. Haan, so, uh, chura kanti. So, so I think Arnab Ray had this piece, what Chetan Bhagat has is to, uh, is to uh, culture or something. Literature. Literature. Uh, Ram Guha is to historical woe. Yeah. Uh, he said something about um, the this government is not... Um, intellectual and nobody has uh, been saying that for a long time. No, so at that time I said that if inter- definition of intellectual is Ram Guha, then it, it's good that it's anti-intellectual because it needs to be anti-Ram Guha. So, so I will. I, this is not any woe on a scholarship. He has written some very well-read books and stuff, and if I don't agree with him, yet I read him because you know whatever he writes, he writes. He has his point of view. Where I disagree with him is uh, first of all. Some years ago, he called Arun Shauri as the Arundhati Roy of the right. Okay, now he gave an interview to I think Barkha or someone, and he was saying uh, only intellectual on the right is Arun Shauri, but maybe that's why he's not in the government. So now suddenly, because Arun Shauri is speaking out against Modi, you find him to be an intellectual. Yeah. That exposes the hollowness of this argument. See, um, I have a huge problem with Mr. Guha, and I often um, have articulated it in uh, public as well. Um, see. A bunch of these people think that they are custodians of so-called intellectual thought Mm -hmm. uh, in India. Mm -hmm. So intellectual thought means what they have defined as liberal thought. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you don't sort of confine that or if you don't, you know, you are not following that liberal thought that Ram Guha has written or some of these other people are written, then you are Mm anti-intellectual. So I... I don't I don't see how this government is first of all anti science 
I don't see how this government is anti-technology because science comes from technology, applied science is technology. I don't see how this government is anything but advancing in technological. We carried a beautiful piece mm. um, this week about a silent revolution that is going in the name of digital India that we don't know. And it's good that it is silent mm. because it needs to go far and wide. I, I don't see how this government does not promote scholarship. What it does not promote is a certain kind of scholarship, which is fine, but I don't see how it does not promote any scholarship. And before you come and promote, and this is not, I'm not absolving them of the wrongs. And in a way, I wrong is the government has not done anything to fix the uh, the rotten systems of academics in India. And that Correct. is a criticism that still remains, yeah. uh, in providing, making sure that the research... Uh, but this is again something you will agree that they have inherited it. Oh, no, no, absolutely. It's not like, of course they were bad. I was just hoping something more is to be, yeah. something more was to be done. And so far what is done is a little a tad inadequate in my opinion. And more needs to be done. And we had actually carried a piece on at Modi at 365 about science and technology. Mm. And about why, what were the opportunities missed, missed out on that. Yeah. So I think more needs to be done. But that does not suggest <laughs> that they are anti-science. No. Huh. There is no, no template for investment into science, technology, research and development. And I'll tell you why. I had a very interesting debate with a scientist of Indian origin living here who is very, you know, pro-Hindu and very pro-India. But he felt and lamented that <clears throat> in the past 60-65 years of independence, people like him could not find the right opportunity to explore their avenues and skill sets and give were not given ample opportunities to discover whatever they were uh, uh, setting out to discover. Mm. I immediately point blank asked him what he discovered. <laughs> Nothing. I know. So it doesn't... In fact, if you remember David Frawley, uh, Dr. Frawley, when we spoke to him last week, he said the same thing. He said, you know, these the left keeps saying that we have produced tomes of literature. What? They have produced propaganda. Yeah, that cannot be considered as literature. If you take the United States as the numero uno example mm. of a country that has progressed over the past 200 years into a very technologically advanced society with investments, both institutional, non-institutional fund funding coming in for mm. private public enterprises to seek whatever uh, this thing and absolve them of the risk. That is the mm. culture they are in. How do you expect Narendra Modi in two, in two and a half years to overturn a socialist system that is still, I come back to the 8% people are earning from fixed deposits yeah. in India. Yeah. As long as you earn 8% fixed deposits, bank will lend you more than that percentage. Yeah. When banks banks lend you at 12 to 15%, how can you make uh, there, profit? There, there, there you actually nailed Ram Guha's point. How <coughs> can a person talk about economics and social sciences with equal ease? That's their problem. And that's another problem that I want to bring. Uh, he said that I get trolled by people saying, this is what Ram Guha said. I get trolled by people saying, what have you done? You've written two books, but I have created um, a company where I um, hire eight people. Do you think that's not this thing? So he was trying to put down someone who has created employment, who has created opportunity by saying he is anti-intellectual and therefore Ram Guha <coughs> is superior than him because he's writing books in his own air-conditioned apartments in sitting in Bangalore funded by the United Kingdom, Kingdom government yes so if somebody is out there creating jobs and creating opportunities for young India why should he not have equal they, say in the policy making the problem they have with the, is not hmm. with right wing 
the problem they themselves have with is technology because technology yeah. is asking questions now right. yeah. social right. media is Correct. enabling people to ask questions that they felt at a pedestal that they will never be asked yeah. if somebody can ask this uh, gentleman mm. what he is doing in the united kingdom when if he if he's so mm. passionate about it why can't he come and start a small ecosystem mm. nothing they have done nothing no no i'll tell you something when was the last time you saw ram guha uh, taking one on one with a, a quote unquote intellectual from the right he always gives this one on one interviews right yeah. uh, well you had a argument with him on the the, the kashmir thing sunanda actually uh, had a set of tweets, tweets criticizing yeah. uh, his uh, thing and all his response was read my part two of the piece did he and your points i thought were very uh, very uh, well founded no the point But, is that they will only reply to people who will for some uh, best known reason speak in a language that is not very um, uh, you know palatable or something they reply to these people versus replying to someone who will ask them very genuine questions so i have two questions for this first is an intellectual only a person who makes a life out of writing pieces and books i don't think so somebody can be an economics professor and can carry, can do a behemoth of work on indian culture and can write about history from his point of view and that could also be qualified as an intellectual and the second question is why is there a monopoly over who define does ramgua define who is who is an intellectual in india and who is not yeah an intellectual in indic terms yeah again we are using an english indic term for an indian context mm-hmm. which cannot be utilized mm. an intellectual in an indic term means somebody who is well read well traveled mm. has common sense yani connected with the ground mm. reality mm-hmm. and connected mane not talking to mama chacha and bhatija yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, go, go, someone else is mama be, be in the trenches be in the <laughs> trenches yeah absolutely and champion a social cause yes That and make it their goal of their life. Yeah, right yeah. there. I think Pramod. I think Pramod has given a phenomenal uh, discussion, a definition. Uh, definition of intellectual. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. So I completely. Ne- agree next with time Ram Guha is searching for where are the intellectuals. I hope he talks to Mr. Pramod Kumar Buravalli about no, what he is won't. an intellectual. No, he I won't. will. I don't show up and uh, say all the projects that I have done openly just because of Ram Guha. I will mm-hmm. continue till my last breath to do whatever I have to do. Uh, that, but that, that, that's but why these are the people that these are the fame seekers, the name seekers who want to get a signature, who want to have. their name on the invitation panel and yeah. and have a, a, a huge uh, hmm. jaipur literature festival jisme you know so uh, you know they think that because he is invited to the jaipur literature festival yeah. iski shaan aur roshan ho gayi yeah, so for, for somebody to recognize nehru as an intellectual or not recognize shyam prasad mukherjee as an intellectual at who was his contemporary that i think is intellectual the, fraud that, that, that's a vice chancellor vice chancellor <laughs> at such a young age a man who produced 36. so much so i'm talking about i'm talking about the same <clears throat> thought i mean people who were um, contemporaries <clears throat> but had two different ways so, of approaching th- things th- that that's why i use the term chamcha i don't mean chamcha of a particular person but chamcha of this nehruvian idea of india yeah. and, and looking at it from a rose tinted glass and mm-hmm. we actually did a, criti- uh, uh, a podcast on nehru on the legacy of nehru yes. and it was not a blatant criticism where we admire him or where we agree with him yeah. we also stated that i think it was podcast 36 or 37 i'll post the link to and him. their lamentation if you re- realize that i just saw a snippet of the interview in which he said congress as a political force is finished yeah. that is what he was banking on not on his intellect not on his ideology which everybody i today even respect 
hardcore leftists who have stayed very intellectual yeah. to core not beholden to a party or a oh, yeah. exactly. benefactor I respect them too yeah hmm. they are the ones just like uh, swayamsevak case very simple in nature joli panke they will go into the streets and they will really debate on uh, on the issue you know not people like this i, I will tell you something uh, i i will have a tremendous i i, I disagree with manik sarkar but mm. have tremendous respect for him of the life yeah. he leads and the way he's exactly. working with the center mm. who's the cm of tripura i would yeah. i i don't uh, hold him and sitaram yachuri at the same pedestal as long as he is there nobody can make inroads into tripura because of the personality that uh-huh. but sitaram yachuri is not a, a, a marxist or uh, not is a marxist not is an intellectual he is in uh, what he's do you a call he's a tv studio marxist what uh, do you call him pramod he is in uh, congress uh, no no i don't really call it na congress marxist <laughs> congress bengal marxist yeah so the, he called you lok sabha yeah. or rajya sabha no, he is a walking partner he's a walking <laughs> <laughs> so now going from ram guha we are talking we will talk about his intellectual com- compatriots what <laughs> <laughs> From one farce to another farce. Yes, <laughs> you, the 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 grand family of Uttar Pradesh, uh, the, the Yadav family. Samajwadi Party. Uh, yeah, Samajwadi Party. And um, if you have uh, deciphered what all of them were saying last week, they were fighting. No, but they, they were recycling. <laughs> Because anyway, their emblem is cycle, so they are always going to recycle. No. <laughs> पंचर हो गई अखिलेश जी ने हवा डालने के बजे टायर ही साइड में कर दिया समाजवादी पार्टी हुईनेशन वॉज डिक्लाइंड सलीम तुम्हारी बातों से भगावत की बुआ हुई है अखिलेश यार मेरा दिल उत्तर प्रदेश नहीं जिसमें हम हुकूमत कर सके पर ये ये सलीम कहाँ है ये तो थाने कौन है ये तो बैरम खान है बट वॉट इज वॉट इज सैड इज दैट स्टेट द साइज ऑफ उत्तर प्रदेश इज बींग हेल्ड हॉस्टेज टू फूल्स to to the whims of one family yeah. and the problem is that mulayam singh yadav uh, is trying to you know placate all the brothers you know ek bhai ka ladka mp ek ka wo there were also uh, rumors that mulayam singh yadav is very unwell hmm. i think those rumors have uh, gone past See, now this is this is a this is a fight for the camera i think uh, of course there is a genuine tension between the uh, the brother no, no i think there is uh, no no there, there is real intrigue in the family no no there is palace intrigue ha uh-huh, this is there is a nephew a nephew or uh, the 
between and the cha cha. But the fight is ki what they are trying to fight for the camera is in this is a fight for the carder showing who is the boss. Mm. So, mm. That way I am saying ki uh, you know they are both of them are flexing their muscles at the same time. But the problem what they are facing right now is a uh, crisis as in there are no there is no leadership in SP except for the Yadav family yeah. anymore. And rest are uh, or uh, what are they called Mahabali? No, no Bahubali. Bahubali. Yeah. I don't even think that is true. But um, um, is Amar Singh a Bahubali? He got. Uh, you don't forget. He got a grand total of twenty-five thousand votes when he fought from Western UP under Ajit Singh's Rashtriya Lok Dal. Yeah. I, I keep reminding whenever people say about Amar Singh, you know what that. But uh, apparently, Shivpal got him into the Samajwadi Party also. Okay. Got him a Rajya Sabha ticket, and he is also a bone of contention between, between the, the two. Uh, and then that. there was this guy. So baby, it's baby Yadav against all senior Yadavs. And baby Yadav has again been relegated to babiness. Mm-hmm. He has also been told again and that he is not the boss. There was a minister called Gayatri Prasad or someone. Yeah. Uske upar bhi jagda ho. Jagda. There was jagda ho too. You people. know? Can you believe how this started? How? There's a gentleman who has made a comeback into the Samajwadi Party. Yeah. Okay. Um, Amar, Amar Singh. Singh. And Amar Singh is like Shakuni, mm. <clears throat> a person who is con. Mm. And in the Yadav Parivar, they take Mahabharata too literally. Mm. No, I know. When you said Mulayam Singh is uh, sick. It's almost like when Krishna was just uh, you know almost in the self-realization mode that in kai avatar khatam hone wala hai. Yeah. He calls Arjuna, ki please come here. You know Arjuna is like, ye aap ye aise kyu bula rahe? So in the Yadav Parivar, mm-hmm. whether it is in the Mahabharata times or today, mm-hmm. they do not understand one cardinal principle that comparing Mulayam Singh Yadav to Lord Krishna yeah. and the impending war of uh, inter-sinal war between themselves is just. Not, Taking a very big stage hostage, and today's generation does not give you second chance. No, the younger generation. And I think uh, Bhenji is watching in. And, and, and I have not even talked about the rise of Pratik Yadav. Yeah, that's another story. Mm. Yeah, Mrs. 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 Singh Yadav's son. Yeah, so uh, step brother. Yeah, so mm. you need to talk about a little bit about for uh, 30 seconds. You need to talk about how this is going to affect the electoral politics in UP. Couple of things. Mayavati. Uh, first of all, Mayavati is on the surge, on the rise. No question. No question. 2007 to 2012 uh, apart from the corruption issue that was an extremely corrupt regime but the sense of security that the people no had on the ground was a little better than what it is right now uh, bjp's lack of projecting a face and their unwillingness for some god forsaken reason is uh, is costing them uh, after being completely hammered in bihar they are not realizing see people say that there are a lot of caste calculations and stuff but if you have a credible face it does help and samajwadi party it helped because akhilesh yadav was their face in 2012 um, and, and so forth uh, but but BJP is in the upswing too it's not like they are at the stage where they were in 2012 where they got 47 seats and they had Uma Bharti as a face as well at that time so it's not that just a face will help you you yeah. need all your combinations to be correct but I would say right now it's it's looking like a BSP BJP fight. Uh, very interesting thing is of the, of the BSP com- versus BJP. Yes, BSP versus BJP. And where do you see SP in there? Uh, I would say SP is right now number three but it's not out. See, yeah. SP is not like it was, BSP was completely out in 2012. They they are still there, lurking. But yeah. the very interesting part is the Congress. See, Congress has completely ruled out any possibility of an alliance with anyone because they have declared their CM face. I know. If they go into alliance with Mayavati, Mayavati is not going to accept Sheila Dikshit. No. Um, uh, SP is not going to accept Sheila Dikshit as their face. So it is like Congress has taken a calculated gamble that they are going to get their uh, upper caste vote with Sheila Dikshit, part of the upper caste vote and part of the minority vote. 
Yeah. Now, I have a slight disagreement with you. I don't think it is BJP versus BSP. I think it is still going to be BSP versus SP. Yeah. And uh, BJP is in reckoning and Congress is not in reckoning at all. That is my... Um, but Congress uh, is in reckoning to be in Divide power. votes. Be in power. <laughs> he is right in the assessment that bringing in Sheila Dixit and Prashant Kishore's strategy of having that upper caste vote mm. and the anyway uh, disillusioned minority vote which is another 15 to 20 percent let's add just those two yeah and you make a break for it mm. okay anyway they are disillusioned but they will not vote for mayamati so the only for, uh, focal point for them is the congress yeah. so just the muslim vote and the brahman vote Mm. Just these two is 30%. In UP. Imagine just getting half of it. 15% will give you enough seats to form government either with the B BSP or an SP. Mm. I BJP don't will not win this election. No, no, BJP is no, not winning the election. But for BJ sure. BJP will be no, BJP can benefit when there is a three-way split between the see, unlike Bihar, if if it's a four-way contest, no, the benefit in Matlab Kai, they will become single largest party, are they? They will not win two hundred seats. Doesn't matter. Uh, Doesn't uh, matter. If they become a single largest party, they should sit in the opposition because then yeah. they will have a chance to form the government soon enough. The problem is this is if they if they don't fight in alliance, this is not an election like Bihar where the arithmetic was loaded against the BJP. Yeah. Yeah. Arithmetic is won, and when <coughs> see, which I always say this: this is there is six months to go in the election. If they start campaigning, and I have a feeling that they have slowly started because Rajnath Singh was also addressing rallies in UP or something right now. If when when the campaigning starts by Diwali time, it should be clear where, which way the trend is going. Now, I think I, I think they are playing for 2019. I'll tell you why. Mm. Uh, they will let somebody else form the government in 2017 because if they were to declare a CM candidate, they should have declared it now. now. Of course, six now. months ago. Uh -huh. yeah. Then they, they don't have preparation time. So they have no. al already decided, even if they become the single largest party, mm. they'll let Congress and SP or Congress and BSP form the uh, coalition for two years. Then they'll hope that that coalition falls apart in 2019. What they should not do is not repeat the mistake of 2002 when they got 88 seats, went with Mayavati, yeah. got and then propped up Mulayam Singh Yadav and then got hammered in 2004. Yeah. Yeah. So that is something, my, my assessment of UP right now. And uh, they are making a big comeback in Punjab, but they are again suffering in Goa. They are making a very big comeback in Karnataka. Yeah. So it's not like they're losing. So it's hard to say anything right it's, now. Yeah. Achha, I, we should... You know, be, before we come to that, uh, we forgot a major topic: the Kaveri water dispute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you talked about Karnataka. Yeah. Um, I th I thought I saw some extra, I mean tragic scenes that uh, and we always say that water wars is the scary um, uh, thing that might happen in the 21st century, and we actually saw water wars manifest themselves on the streets of Bengaluru. And to some extent, when the honestly, Adit, I do not think this discussion and this topic deserves deserves any kind of merit. We have gone past talking. We've been talking for 150 years. Everyone knows what the solution is. Everyone and you have been talking about it so much. You have yeah. said that we have all the technology available now for desalination of water. What is there to talk and fight? No, I was saying the other day that it is a pity. It's a shame that. Kannadegas and Tamilians should kill each other over a 19th century dispute for what we have a solution available. You know the biggest funder for, two funders for uh, uh, urban politician across the party. It is the water tanker lobby, mm. the second is the real estate, third, three, three. Uh, real estate, water tankers and the sand mafia. Yes. The ones I agree who dig out the sand from yeah, the river. Yeah, 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 
टेक्नोलॉजिकल स्टडी डन ऑफ यू नो दॉटर क्वालिटी and so forth it's done no no listen listen the major thing is the water that we get from the monsoon or something is it being completely used that is the first thing there is already Probably water not. that's the point so before we even go for desalination there is so much water we get from a, a monsoon from 100% monsoon so what you are also saying is the same thing technology is the answer to yes. this 19th century dispute you need check dams reservoirs yes. and so forth more and more. and you have to understand see i why are national highways national highways because they flow flow from one state to the other a river is also a national asset just nationalize your rivers i, exactly. agree. I agree i agree narmada ka classic example hai i agree you know who fight so over it yeah yeah before we get to our uh, next topic um, i do want to say that this is mind makers production this mind podcast is brought to you by the mind makers team this uh, podcast is produced and edited by adit kapadia with the help of our team in india the panelists for the um, podcast are adit kapadia pramod kumar buravalli and sunanda vashisht which is me so moving down further south from karnataka uh, and no not, we are not going down to sri lanka so hold <laughs> hold your hopes are going right in between to kerala and there was a uh, yeah, at least sri lanka there is new found respect for hinduism they have made a ramayana circuit their presidents come and visit tirupati temple all the time uh-huh. they made it a part of their <coughs> cultural heritage because they were all hindu and then when yeah. afterwards they turned towards buddhism that is the unfortunate part about uh, kerala is everything especially when the communists come to power not the congress congress at least does appeasement on all sides and <laughs> then, then they just end up vanishing yeah. uh, communism se ye problem tha first they started uh, poking uh, under nose into the holding of shakhas in the temples, temples. and shakhas are basically very neutral exercises that can be held anywhere if the temple premises is available then they they held there just for from a availability mm. perspective it doesn't have to be held in a temple mm. now this this poking of this controversy whether it is with uh, direct support from the communists or with uh, cahoots from uh, the leftist intellectuals okay. what has happened is they think <clears throat> and this is the ignorance that is pervading all across not just kerala that because bali the king bali who apparently was from kerala mm. Uh, and mahabali also mahabali uh, you know as mahabali yeah. also so uh, mahabali basically the gra- great so he was the grandson of prahlada mm. prahlada was the son of hiranyakashipu mm. hiranyakashipu was a rakshasa he was the son of kashyapa okay rakshasa doesn't mean a caste or yeah. cannibals or, or <laughs> somebody who's living in the jungle thank means, you for saying that it means rakshasa pravruti yes state Ravana of was a brahman yes. brahman turned rakshasa yeah it is a state of mind a state of action yes. if he if he as a as he, a learned person uh, ravana was considered given a lot of respect because uh, he was a learned brahman above and beyond above and beyond but he got defeated ultimately he was he was defeated many places 
he was defeated by kartavirya arjuna he was defeated by parasurama he was defeated eventually because he had that they, one tragic flaw and that one tragic flaw was his no, no, um we uh, digress. but yeah. we digress no, but coming back to, to this point coming back to this point of kerlites feeling beholden because there is a, a, a festival called balipadami mm-hmm. or the the ultimate nirvana that bali uh, bali achieved by going into the nether world or the uh, underground, underground when touched by the uh, leg of uh, vamana avatar right no apparently vamana was a brahmin mm. okay so what does the lord uh, what is lord venkateshwara that every south indian uh, south indian uh, pray lord venkateshwara was a shepherd meaning dalit so we all pray, uh, pray to dalits ye pagal log hai kuch samajhte nahi hai Uh, who who is who is lord shiva yeah. shiva is uh, the keeper of the smashan yeah. dalit yeah. so today i am proud to say i pro- i am proud to say i bro my day starts with om namah, namah shivaya ha kya matlab hai why are they attributing caste to divinity yes i completely so, agree with you so and i they, see where pramod is coming from it makes me very angry and it has made me also very angry because for the love of god where is do have we ever seen vaman versus mahabali where has in fact mahabali vamana was so happy with mahabali's sacrifice and the evil evil person in this story is shukracharya the the preceptor of the rakshasas who was a brahmin yes ye log ye padhte nahi hai yaar no but I, I, no but how can you study hindu scriptures isn't that regressive yeah. according to them so now that that uh, this whole phenomena of calling uh, Uh, Kali avatar as a no. uh, regressive form, form. or ah. the killing of that It's, rakshasa. No, no, you are so right. I think, I think what has happened uh, this thing. I think this is anti-intellectualism. What um, left has brought in hmm. because they are not reading the But scripture. But intellectuals cannot talk about Hinduism, <laughs> Sunanda. Because exactly. Because Nehru, when he talk. Because when you are talking about if you if they really went into study of scriptures, if they really went into <laughs> what uh, Adi Guru Shankaracharya, who is from Kerala, has written, um, you know. Uh, Um, uh, all these bhashas that he has written all this commentary that he has written uh-huh. this would never happen so but Surupa, then the kerala dna has been just bhakti rakshasas and devas when they were took took human form were either praying to vishnu or shiva apne hi beech mein ye jhagda tha right some people who sided who lost the wars were called rakshasas because they were continuing to mm-hmm. excel in that uh, line of activity you know for example who is prahlada mm-hmm. prahlada is son of a rakshasa yeah. mm-hmm. but he is the greatest bhakta in the bhakti tradition ever a, a, a family that used to pray to lord shiva his father says kahan hai uh, narayan batao mm-hmm. narayan to har ek jagah hai to is stamb mein hai kya he manifests in the form of narasimha avatar so this whole thing so son of rakshasa is the biggest bhakt ever and he has never been discriminated against so what are these people talking and bali is the grandson of pralad pralad no but the the problem is what sai swarupa wrote in his piece or her piece that that she wrote a phenomenal piece that when you demonize bali when you demonize start demonizing vamana you are actually not understanding the greatness of mahabali that he he made these three demands and he readily gave it to them my problem was that they are talking about the hinduization of onam or something like that that uh, is first of all there was this vamana jayanti thing where uh, amit sir tweeted and um, some uh, there was a piece that said that actually there is a vamana jayanti celebrated in gujarat and madhya pradesh now i am from gujarat i have to admit i 
enforcing hinduism onto onam no but they are all hindus to begin with because because see there is this myth, there is this myth na that uh, any any for any festival to be a hindu festival you have to start uh, by going to mandir no. and applying a tikka no no i'm coming to that because you talked about prahlad right the festival of holi is celebrated holi mein aap pehle kabhi mandir jate ho no there is no wo holi ki wo wo karte hai and then you play on dhuneti and stuff like that that's a, so is that a hindu festival or not It's just so a, it's that's what I was because you brought about Mahabali, who is the descendant of Pralada. Uh, let me. I was like, I will talk to. I will talk about a festival that was celebrated for him for yeah. what so happened that is, day. There is a subtle point in what middle of the ground intellectuals and rationalists are saying, hmm. and I agree to that. The middle of the ground intellectuals say that language does not belong to any religion. Correct. Language pervades everything. Number one. Hmm. Number two. Dates. Hmm. There are certain festivals like Ugadi that celebrate celebrated by hmm. Telugus and Kannadas. Onam that is celebrated by Kerlites are basically based on a certain event, whether it is a harvest festival or whether hmm. it is a New Year sort of a thing, which can be celebrated by anybody. That is all that they are. At least the the well-meaning people of from their communities hmm. are saying. But at the same time, and if it is becoming Hinduized in the sense that is the the whole uh, hmm. context in which this uh, the communists are up against arms. Everything was Hinduized from the beginning. No, yeah. but my point the is, the calendar is a Hindu calendar. Vikram Samvat, what is it? These pagal people. My, my, no, my point is completely different. There is nothing like Hinduization of festivals. I'll tell you. I'll give you an example of Diwali. A lot of Jains believe Diwali was the day that Mahavir Swami attained Nirvana. That's why they celebrate Diwali. Hindus celebrate Diwali for a different reason. Yet yeah. they celebrate Diwali <laughs> on the same day. Both use the same Vikram Samvat calendar and yeah. both uh, pledge allegiance of the same. Who? Okay, where did Vikram Samvat come from? Does that make it a Jain festival or a Hindu festival? No. We never had this stupid debate before. No. This debate is a for is a for debate. It's yeah. only being created because you know this false narrative of oh there is this right wing government at the center and they are trying to Hinduize everything and that is a wrong assumption. I agree. That's It's a completely wrong assumption. It's I a joke. My, I, I actually sympathize with your point, Pramod. That everyone, Lori, right? Lori is not a Sikh festival or a Hindu festival. All Punjabis are harvest festival. All Punjabis are no celebrate. It's a harvest festival. So I would put Onam with the same uh, yeah. same thing. But so I don't think there is any Hinduization even happening. And no. one article came out, uh, which was in a Sangh Bag. newspaper in kerala which talked about that which people have the right to disagree with then disagree with it yeah. you know you only say that a rebuttal of a book should be yeah, a book. book what is all with this full fledged campaign no, i am just i am just appalled at someone suggesting that kerala is getting hinduized and uh, onam is getting hinduized it's a joke i mean truly what have they done to the land of uh, shankaracharya uh, honestly last word on this. this land of uh, mahabali it hmm. was the land of Uh, great things happened uh, in the past with even uh, sage parshurama reclaiming water mm. the land of konkan and kerala today are because of that reclamation that happened long long ago mm. i think kerala it should stick to uh, looking forward and reclaim more land and make kerala a larger state and get rid of communists
I I don't think I should add anything after what Pramod and Suninda said. After you get rid of communists, there is nothing else to add. <laughs> so, anyways, like there's only plus after that. There is no negative. Oh, very inter- enterprising people, very smart, very good. Uh, Except uh, that they won't tongue. they won't get rid of sweet, um, sweet tongue. They won't get rid of communists. But it will take a, a little bit of more time than uh, you know today. Uh, yeah. What what has happened, Suninda ji, is. Um, you know when a state that has achieved the highest literacy and it is on social indicators does exceedingly well in terms of education and healthcare but their income comes from the outside outside it's a remittance economy a remittance economy so they are yeah. sitting pretty they are sitting and pretty they are and not getting that kind Kerala of Kerala no no i mean we can have another podcast yeah. and other you should um, actually initiate this we should have a discussion about kerala model because i'm itching to talk about it no. kerala model is a failed model it's a remittance economy model i do not believe in it at all uh, no, no matter what amartya sensor <laughs> and i want to talk about uh, this uh, actually we'll have a whole uh, debate mind debate where we can invite guests or a podcast and we can talk about on, kerala uh, no no on different models growth yeah. models about this uh, this myth of this kerala model and the bihar model that was being talked about and the radicalization on on both islamic and christian side has only happened the past 20 25 years i used to regu- regularly visit kerala sanandaji the the, the uh, muslims and uh, christians of kerala are very very neutral no no and this, this is made, and we talked about this i don't know if we talked about in the podcast so we were having an off the record conversation most of this happens in the northern part of a one district is where kannur district is where the massive Correct. violence happens mm. between the car it's not like hota hai i mean it's not like the entire kerala malappuram mein bhi hua tha malappuram mein that and then no, that you know, all the that legacy of mopla rebellion, mopla rebellion the past yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. anyway we can have a complete complete different about. discussion on that before we get to our favorite part our recommendations a quick wrap up of the news of the week um, the afghan uh, uh, pm or president president ashraf ghani ashraf ghani ghani not ghani ashraf ghani was he's ghani right now with lot of good thing he had a couple of or at least the whole speech was raised with a lot of anecdotes for pakistan they were jibes i mean they were jibes you know that they invent conspiracy theories and god they can't take defeat and god knows what and and no land law there are landlocked country and all and about baluchistan chabahar port we'll have a full scale discussion on uh, foreign policy uh, but i want to give 10 seconds and i mean it 10 seconds to both of you to say what is the significance of this it's very important because afghanistan wants to get away from the turbulent 30 35 years of war constant conflict they have faced hmm. and economic development is being blocked because of pakistan's uh, insistence the mm-hmm. insistence that uh, afghanistan is their backyard and yeah. they want to shake away from that yeah. and they want to become the access point for central asian republics to access the ocean yeah. and that can happen only when a independent baluchistan comes in and that can only happen with support of india and um, uh, the relations have only really been bad when the taliban was ruling usse yeah. pehle bhi decent tha uske baad bhi acha i hai. think this is uh, whatever ghani said um, in new delhi it is a tribute to modi doval uh, doctrine it is um, this whole thing we should have started actually 25 30 years ago when um pakistan started needling in kashmir mm. this is what should have started then but obviously you know so, uh, time takes its own course but uh, you know the way to um, isolate pakistan and have its both neighbors uh, afghanistan and india both um sort of talking down at afghanistan mm-hmm. at pakistan and um, you know telling them that they need to mind their own business because their neighbors are not going to take this for, for me there was a even more significant development so yeah. afghanistan is something that they got right from the get go modi and doval something that they got wrong initially was nepal and, and they, they rectified right. it yes and you know what 
they nepal has not uh, given the space to china that yeah. china wanted and china is not happy with it china actually cancelled its visit to yes. nepal uh, i think yeah. uh, xi jinping and you know I the best part about all this and this is where the modi doctrine comes in washington dc is smiling yes. not a single word about baluchistan no. not a single word about pakistan not and, a single word and, about and nepal and the biggest side effect is russia is conducting an exercise with pakistan yes. when india is conducting an exercise with the united states absolutely which is amazing times which is how the times are changing how so uh we'll the, talk about it we'll talk you about know it you, you have more. disappointed the, 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 the i think modi is going to enrage the communists to no end because this is like he has gotten their forbidden land is united states although they they use uh, iphones and uh, macs no, all know, of the children study here yeah the indian communists <laughs> are did you know i i, I was reading a piece on uh, this uh, telegraph kc tyagi's son who's a socialist is leading some campaign for donald trump yeah in I united states i think sona should be asked to write an article she wrote finding out one, one for what their uh, children are doing uh, what children are actually but doing. sona has come up and we, that article should be up in a couple of days about nationalism yeah. yeah so uh, so for uh, so she wrote sona roy she wrote a piece on separatists now she's going to write uh, actually she has written it's on the edit desk it should be up in a couple of days about next week telugu we used to call communist kampunis kampunis mane kampunis thinking because they are not truly communist yeah. this gracious thinking anyway but but uh, great you know i think And we are making strides in before we end it one shout out for all the indian athletes at the paralympics yeah. absolutely and especially like i i won't say especially everyone everyone, everyone has been great but i just read deepa malik's story and i was moved i i was in tears i was I mean, in I tears was just, she got stitches surgeries and i i actually vowed to myself i know i was in a little moment that i have to myself every morning i said God, I'm never ever going to complain about small things in life. I no, am no. never and, and, ever you know, going to complain about. We, we have about a lot of people who listen, who are you know young professionals. Read it. We have uh, older people who have children. Uh, go and like find this article and have your kids read it. Yes. What an inspirational woman she is. I mean, yeah. there are profiles on her everywhere. I think Indian and Express may, had may, a good oh, profile. I, I forget his name. Mayapan who got donated thirty lakhs. Thirty lakhs to his school. जिसके पास कुछ नहीं होता उसका दिल कितना बड़ा होता है और जिसके पास सब कुछ होता है नो अपने देश में कंगाली वेजिटेबल सन कंगाली जिनके पास है उनके पास होता है डिजिटल इंडिया 
only reason I'm saying this is there is a whole gamut of information out yeah. there uh, for you to absorb in what what is happening in India. And I'm yeah. not just saying from governance perspective, from political perspective. Go on mind.net and read it. Um, yeah. And thanks for all our support. Uh, now coming to our favorite part. Uh, and before we start our recommendations, from the three of us, I want to do this. This week, uh, an Indian legend, Bharat Ratna M.S. Subalakshmi, Unki Jayanti Thi, before you do anything, do yourself a favor, go to YouTube and listen to any of her songs. Any of her songs. I'm not even going to go there and name one Probably, because he's, she's just unbelievable. She's unbelievable. She's divin- I, I said yesterday, divinity resides in her. Yes. And uh, recommendations now. Yes. Uh, my recommendation is a very unusual recommendation that my um, our listeners will not expect from me. But I will give it nevertheless. Um, there is Walk the Talk this week of Shekhar Gupta with Nepal Prime Minister Prachanda. Oh, oh. I highly recommend it. It is, Prachanda has talked about, his name is um, Dahal, what is his name? Uh, Prem Kumar Dahal. But he's known Kumar Dahal, but he's known as uh, Prachanda because that was his name when he was a Maoist. Okay. But it is an amazing journey in his own words mm-hmm. from a Naxal, from a Maoist to the Prime Minister of India, I think people in JNU, I mean, uh, Prime Minister of Nepal, I think people (laughs) in uh, JNU, people in Bastar, cultural Maoist, cultural Maoist, by the way, people should, people should listen to him, I know, people should listen to him and understand why power that flows from the barrel of gun is not power that will stay with you. People need and to he has been. A, he has been. Not, he's not been an anti-Indian. Although his ideology is really, uh, it began to be a very rabid anti-India stand. But it has it has turned and transitioned many many. Yeah. What do you mean to say his politics? His politics was anti-Indian, but he may not be personally anti-Indian. He's not. Ah, Supermod, your recommendations so, are this. Soma in yoga and Ayurveda: the power of rejuvenation and immortality by uh, Pandit Vamadev Shastri or. Uh, A.K.A. David Frawley uh, is an excellent book. I borrowed it from him, or he, he bestowed me the book, and I've I've just begun to realize that many terms that were used by our rishis and what is in use even today are were metaphors. Wow. Soma means good health. It True. could mean the good health drink that Adit makes in the in the form of adrak chai <laughs> or any other thing. Huh. And also uh, the bad health beer that as I long, <laughs> As long as the ingredients as ingredients as have the, that kind of vitality yeah. or the, the flow of uh, good health in it, that is what is that called is, Soma. Uh, very interesting Excellent. point. Uh, my, my, and by the way, if you haven't listened to our last week's podcast with Dr. David Frawley, uh, after you're done playing this out, go back and listen to podcast 82.2. It had gotten uh, uh, viral on social media and so forth. Um, my recommendation would be a documentary. I think this is a British documentary that I saw and most of you guys have Netflix. So there was a documentary that just came on called Saudi Arabia Uncovered. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a fantastic documentary about uh, and it has, uh, they had citizen journalists in Saudi Arabia who carried cameras at great risk because you can be, you know, uh, anything could happen to you. Uh, And they had live footages about what happens and so forth. And they even had a footage, which was a tragic thing. Somebody was playing music on the beach or whatever the coast is. I think playing music is banned in public or something. They came and destroyed the instrument and the camera and so forth. 
war and that was very poignant moment and how the british documentary makers whose faces are not revealed for obvious reasons they posed in as a crew of a technology crew created a fake company and went to saudi arabia it's a thrilling documentary sunanda if you if you I have will, netflix will, you should will, watch will, it as well and it's a 50 minute documentary so but but watch it it's a uh, fantastic um, thing but um, uh, these are our recommendations for the week i hope you liked our engaging discussion we were boisterous and loud as like normal from like we always are <laughs> like we always are from uh, a, a change from you know hum log last week ekdam shant wala podcast tha so we are back to being obnoxious new news is always a vicious cycle aate the huh. and hope uh, samajwadi party, party takes that very seriously very seriously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i think they have certainly right now but as rahul ji said unki cycle ka puncture ho gaya yeah. so <laughs> so i mean remind me of a kid kid when he bolte pachka ho gaya samajwadi ka you know i, I am actually thinking he'll start like dancing and study pachka ho gaya you know akhilesh yadav ka so anyway although he's much much older than me so uh, anyways this is a wrap for the podcast this week next week we'll back we'll be back with more news views and more fun uh, this is adit kapadia signing off from used